Hello, this is Lisa Hazard from the podcast We Are All Psychic, and I would like to introduce this one because some very interesting stuff happens around 12 minutes. And um, I was going to edit it out, but when I got to this point, I decided, oh my goodness, oh my gosh, it's pretty cool, you guys. I wanted you to hear it. I think if, if it's meant to be, you'll hear it, but we got a big thunderstorm here right now, so we'll see what happens. I'll let you know. At least this is recorded. Uh... So far, <laughs> enjoyed. Thank you. Hello, this is Lisa Hazard and Misty Lore with the podcast. We are all psychic, and today we have back one of my favorite guests, Alina from Nature as and Animals as Teachers. Now, Alina is here today to answer the question again and more. Uh, Alina, do you still think we're all psychic? Uh, absolutely. I think that's what I said the last time too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. We all we all like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just just address that really quick. You know. So and our topic today is about uh, shamanism. Last time I was here, it was uh, nature and animals as uh, uh, spiritual teachers. And so the topic of shamanism, actually, I think Lisa, you said something that made this interesting uh, in our communication before the uh, before this meeting uh, was that when you were exploring your gifts, that that what you were putting together was what showed up first was shamanism. Right, right. I didn't really connect to any of the terminology and like witches and psychic and all that stuff, but shamanism yeah. seemed like the fit, you know. Yeah, yeah. So Ooh. earth, earth, uh, you know, earth practices, you know, we're humans being connected to the cycles of nature and connected to nature, all that. So it would make sense that we're all psychic because we have multi senses and we live in a multi universe. So, you know, we have these navigation tools that we don't use. Yes. <laughs> so, right. So yes. it that just feels right to me. And instead of it being something that's like this weird thing or, oh, you're, you know, uh, charlatan. You know, great, you, you, oh, <laughs> that's my that, least favorite charlatan. Wow. Stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, I never use that word. I've never used that. People word, have called me that, charlatan. <laughs> that word has shown up lately in different areas of communications that I've seen on social media about, you know, work that you and I do. Yes. And Misty, Misty, do you do psychic work as well? Did we talk about this before? Uh, well, I, yes, I do. I do. Okay. So, you know, these are things that, uh, okay, so, so, you know, uh, shamanism, and we had a, specifically wanted to address modern shamanism, like where we are right now in the planet. And, you know, there's uh, the word shaman is actually, uh, you know, like a t kind of like a title, and it's being used loosely. And I had a hard time, like, I didn't really think about that word, like you said, Lisa, being a... Um, energy worker terminology yeah exactly yeah. but it actually is encompasses exactly what I do what I've always done who I am and you know people mm. around me recognizing that before I even recognized that I was doing yeah. that type of work right yeah right. And, no. yeah and coming to me with different things and I'm going to tell you like you know in the 90s in the early 90s I lived in Utah and I worked in a uh, ski resort and I had a um, couple of my friends bring me eagle feathers. Actually, it was one of my oh. friends. It was a it was a couple, but um, when I got them, I was so I knew that it was I mean a beautiful gift. But she they owned a river rafting company, and they would go someplace on uh, the what is it the Snake River in Montana, 
And uh, she found feathers and she brought them to me and said that I needed them. They were for me. Oh my Oh, I love and some so, feathers. He does. Right? Some feathers. Misty makes smudge feathers. feathers. Oh, my God. She makes smudge feathers. Can you, imagine, can you imagine an eagle smudge feather? Oh, oh. her smudge feathers so, have, wipe it oh. all off. Uh -uh. <laughs> yeah, gosh, yeah. But you I know, find those. you know, so I was I thinking. Well, here's the other thing I'm going to tell you, though, before we go any further with the eagle's feathers. <laughs> Is they're actually illegal to possess. Oh, that's right. You know okay. what? You are right. I mean, like on yeah. the ground, if you just find oh, it on the ground. Yeah, actually, it. yeah, I believe so. Unless you have oh. can prove native heritage, that type of thing. So <laughs> there's they're protected animals. They might even, you know, they were endangered at one point. Right now they're thriving. We even have them here in California now, which we haven't had them in California. I've seen them with my own eyes and unbelievable. Oh, it's unbelievable. Gorgeous. So gorgeous. it just and makes an Go interesting ahead. point. I just want to show, throw this out here for my dad, who I don't know if he listens to this podcast or not. He, we're in Alabama. About yeah. five years ago, he saw an eagle next door on our neighbor's front porch. In Alabama, wow. North Alabama. Yes. A white, white bald eagle. just yes. sitting on the It was like five feet, four feet tall. I just wanted to throw that yeah. out. <laughs> Never forget that. Well, you know, the yeah. thing that's cool about that is that you don't, wow, okay, so you, you don't believe you're seeing them when you see them because they're just so, you're like, what <laughs> am I seeing? Like, because we got used to not I didn't know they were that big. They're, they're, they're pretty I big. I did not know they were that big. So, yeah. wow. um, so I lived in an area in Utah, the home that I owned right before I came back here, that was actually uh, on a, a lake and the eagles migrate as well. So they would migrate through that area. So I got to see bald eagles like oh. in their season, like a lot of oh. them. And that was very, very Lucky. cool. So then to see them here in California, you know, is like a whole other ball game. But we actually this year had a uh, immature bald eagle in Huntington Beach Central Park. Oh. And it was there for a while. And there's mm -hmm. pictures to prove it. And uh, it's pretty rad. So I, I, I didn't go because it was like too much of a circus for me. And if I felt right. it was kind of harmful for the animals. I agree. But anyway, yeah. you know, so it's an interesting topic. But so getting back to the, you know, why we started talking about the eagles and eagle feathers. Um, be, and so here's, the, so here's what that did for me is that when they were presented to me, because we talked about people knowing things about you that you don't really feel like you know. I'm talking 1990. 394 and here we are you know this many years later and I you know just a few years ago when I really embraced this work that I'm now doing um, and helping people uncover their innate wisdom right and getting connected to themselves in the That's seasons the point. <laughs> and all of that right That's the point for um, me yeah <laughs> right I started uh, I started understanding why I was gifted so many things in my life And what would you gifted. find out what, what did that I'm out? a shaman and that yeah. it's, I'm sh uh, practicing uh, healing work and I, uh, people trust me and they want to bring me these things. And like I said, I didn't really understand it. It wasn't like, oh, here's a feather. It was like, no, yeah. this was like an amazing gift that, you know, I, I have these gifts. There's multiple of them. And I understand about the, you know, the, like I said, the, um, you know, I don't lightly call myself a shaman because I feel like there's a lot of responsibility with that. Can you explain to me what exactly a shaman is? Because a lot of the, no, exactly. 
when you say Sean. Well, okay. you know, you know, actually, like to talk about, I, I feel like talking about a little bit about where shamanism comes from. Yeah, because it's it's the oldest, as far as humans know, it's the oldest form of spirituality and religion and structure and healing. So, like, yes. it starts in Tibet. Is that right? Or Siberia? That's where the shamans originally were longest. You have shamans back. all They're over all the over. world. And I think the, the, the longest history, though, is, like, back in Tibet and in uh, Russia and all that area, as far as, like, if we can reach back how long they've been around and yeah. identify it. But they're right. called, like, medicine men, medicine yeah. women, too. Right. And they right. are yeah. known. They're yeah. known for integrating with the spirits and going into the spirit world. They call it upper, middle, and lower world. And yeah. you travel with your guide or your spirit animal and you go there and you do stuff, right? <laughs> In right. France. And that's yes. what they traditionally did. And they also worked with herbs and yeah. animals and right. they healed people all kinds of ways. But the main right. way of, from what I understand is with herbs and with trance and going into their places is what I've done this with my guide, uh, yeah. Elena, and you've done it, I'm sure. You yeah. go to these places and you like fix something and then they feel yeah. better. Yeah, that, that's the it's, best way I can explain that it may be yeah. like, and, and it's always been here every like ever since we have human history recorded, we have shaman, shamans yes. here, shamans there, everywhere's a shaman, you know, that, yeah. that's right, that's right, and so, so you would say it was a healer, that's what yeah. you would describe yourself as, it's just a healer. Well, that's what my calling was, you know, was to, you know, like I've always had as we, you know, like we've talked before, like you know, I've been called to this work my whole life. It's like, I've had yes, experiences my way, whole yeah. life, you know, yeah. like, like seven years old, having, uh, you know, vi uh, visitations that later unfold over time. That wasn't only me that had the visitations in that house, you know, things like that, where you start putting stuff together. That's what I'm talking yes. about. Even the idea that yeah. somebody that many years ago gave me these gifts. And then here I am now going, okay, you know, like the gifts Figure of the out. feathers. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and other things, crystals and like petrified mm -hmm. this and, and yeah, I've got the some, earth. the earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, and then my mom buying me books, you know, going, no, mm -hmm. no. And then, you know, and then mm -hmm. witch stuff, you know, yeah. and, and, but it's more the, um, I always felt, and I would say it like when I had to move from here to Utah, it was a had to. And I said, it was a, uh, for an earth, uh, I had an earth connection, a land connection. And I, you know, through years of, I had to go my biggest spiritual uh, things that have ever happened in my life, you know, here in California, but in Utah, because they were so extreme. I worked in ski resort. I was in mountains. People died, yes. um, you know, all the time. There were yes. ghosts in the canyon. There were, you know, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but there's a lot of this stuff around us. I, some of my most major things that I've ever had happen to me that actually were very surprising and very scary that have unfolded over, I'm talking two decades, uh, I believe was rooted in going and working in that canyon and putting my, in Little Cottonwood Canyon, Utah, putting myself in that place on purpose because I wanted that big adventure in my life and I freaking got it. <laughs> and yeah. what I got was, uh, you know, everything I wanted as far as like, you know, being in the mountains and working there and, you know, and everything. But I also lost a lot. I lost my husband, lost my family. Um, I believed I was fucked with and sorry if you need to edit that out. But, no, uh, no. I, just, I dropped an F-bomb in the last podcast. So, you know, one of the things that I want to, you know, pick up from where you said, Lisa, about the trance. So, <clears throat> you know, when the, when, sh you know, there's shamanic work happening, you know, uh, 
there's like a journeying that's happening. So it's like a time doesn't exist when I said multi-universe. You can go back in time. You can go forward in time. You can dream your life into being as a shaman. Uh, this is the, so when you talked about trans and going back and fixing something, you can also go forward and fix something. Alana, Alana. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to stop, stop for a second. Something's like popping, and I think it's your mic. Oh. Are, are you hearing it? Miss? Um, uh, we can edit yeah. this out. Yeah, we'll crop it. Can you hear me out. now? Can you hear it me now? It was like, it was like, shh. It was just, it was like a joy. Wow, you were interesting. So, yeah. Ooh, I got to stop now. moving. <laughs> oh, collaborate. It's hard. She can talk me all the time. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> I, I, gotta, so I think I kind of went off into a tangent because I'm getting all these things that are showing up. So, things that. Things I'll that maybe the, I shouldn't talk about. I'll do the, we had an interruption thing. Okay, and that's how we'll, we'll just, okay, well, we had an interruption like we do and we're back again, but you, we won't tell you what the interruption was because it's a big shaman secret and we can't tell you. Shaman uh -huh. <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you that you're probably oh, correct yeah. in that um, what I was going to talk about is something that maybe we should talk about at another, at another time because it's another big, um, it's another big story that I don't need to share here because it's, it's um, okay. The reason why I'm not going to share it here. And the reason why I think that interruption started because I, can you hear me clearly now? Yes. Yeah. Is because I wasn't supposed to talk about it. Yeah. That makes sense. Ah. It, it didn't see, I didn't see anything being hit. Well, yeah. yeah. Listeners our little interruption while Alan, was talking. It was like, but you didn't see any yeah. microphones being hit. You didn't see mm -mm. anything. It was, it was a scary. Uh, yeah. It was time to stop so that now. <laughs> what I, yeah. So what I want you to know about that, um, without getting into anything, you know, any more details about that story is that this, these are the things that like people would dismiss that as, oh, our audio had failure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, did we have failure up to that time? Oh, Did we, we have this that? all the time. Yeah. Okay. We know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, doing, okay. doing a psychic Everything podcast. has a purpose. Doing a psychic podcast. <laughs> this stuff happens yeah. a lot. All <laughs> the time. Every, every time. You should try getting Akasha on here. Whoa. So, yeah. So I know that I we know these things and this <laughs> is how life works and we need to pay attention. I agree. Pay, hey, will you pay do attention. Would you, like yeah. to would you like to put a definition on like what you think of modern shaman is? Okay, that's good. Let's start there. I think that's good because yeah. I can get in all kinds of different tangents of, you know, this <laughs> subject. So, so, okay. So, you know, without it, so here's the thing is that I get, I, I don't, I'm really, I get really kind of upset when people put, uh, you know, words, beautiful words like shaman into this, like it's a mainstream thing and then they don't respect it. And then when somebody's actually having, you know, a practice and, and this fits it beautifully, then I have to work around the name shaman, you know? Mm -hmm. So I call myself an intuitive healer. I call myself an energy yeah. medicine practitioner. I call myself yeah. anything else except that because some people, you know, believe that shamans have to go now, here's where it gets interesting for me. On top of mountaintops, which I've been multiple times in multiple places in the United States, mm -hmm. um, but with like a elder or, or you've signed up for suffering, which we all suffer. That's where a lot of our, 
knowing comes from is suffering and dark (laughs) nights of the soul and things like that. So that's another thing that people haven't challenges. Yeah, Yeah, that's what they're called. You know, that the modern shaman would also experience. And when, you know, and I'm not unique to this. There's many, many people like me and you, Lisa, that, um, and I, that you find out a definition, you research these things, you want some answers, and this is what shows up and always has. And I've danced around it, but honestly, I, it's been there my whole life. And I have like a stack of books, I, books I pulled out that if I, some are, some are really worn, um, that have called to me throughout my life that, and even my ex-husband bought, you know, uh, I don't even know who they bought them for, for him, for me, but but there they are. They, they showed up, you know, years and years and years later, but they all have to do with being a native healer or a shaman or spirits of the earth or working with the medicine wheel or working with animals, um, people's awakenings. So what I want people to know is that modern shamanism is about your feeling of being connected to the earth and earth cycles, that you are one with the earth, that the earth's healing is all in our hands, that we dream our world into being. You know, there's a weird thing about this pandemic, and I don't know what you, I'm just going to say it the way that I've heard it from multiple, multiple sources, including my clients and all kinds of areas that, and then the shot, this idea of dreaming our world into being fits this. We all needed to stop. Amen. When were we going to stop? Yep. We've been creating an enlightened, luminous human on full accelerated mode for well over a decade now yep i agree a lot of us have been caught up in it and it's not mainstream woo woo yeah it's beautiful earth awakening frankly i'm insulted by that because people have insulted not only me but others around me that are doing beautiful healing work for others because we need this, we need this for us because it's so easy and it's given to us. We're born into it. We already have it. We already yeah. have it. It's yeah. the same thing with, are you psychic? It's the same yeah. thing. We so, can modern, work with energy. Yeah. so modern shamanism, and that was the you know title that I, that I chose for this to share with Lisa. And Lisa said, yes, I love it. Because in a way, a lot of us are doing this and we don't know we're doing this because we think that we should be, you don't have to call yourself anything. You know, I put a title on myself because I actually do it. I do this work and I offer it to clients. And yeah, so, you need something you know, to give them to go by. Yeah. 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 What do you do? Yeah. yeah. What is it that you right. do? What do you offer? So here's and what not I only offer. That, but it's got to be something that didn't scare them off. Like you said, like, you know, it, it, yeah. if you just said that you were a shaman, that would scare them off. So you have to even, well, they don't know what it know, is. There's a lot of distortion about in, in modern times, as far as I know, like on the internet, especially. And, you know, when I talk to people locally, what is a shaman? They're like, they think of, you know, the dude with the furs and the feathers yeah. on his head, shaking the rattle and the drum and dancing and some open yeah. fire. No, I mean, you can do that. That's fun. <laughs> let's, yeah. like, let's do that. Let's do that. That's fun. Yeah. But you don't have to. I mean, like yeah. uh, when I, I worked on one phone line, uh, the first phone line I worked on doing psychic readings, 
uh, back in 2011, I used to, I did label myself as a shaman in that description mm, for that that website, nice, and I, yes. I offered trance work, and I mm, got a lot. Of tr- I got trance calls. People wanted yeah. to do trance, and I had just learned that I could do that consciously while I was on the phone because I did it for some people in person, yeah. and it, I just loved it. But you know, I haven't done it in a long time. Um, yeah. I feel like a lot about the modern shaman is to I personally a belief of mine. I don't know how you feel about this, Alana or Misty, but I believe a modern shaman will use modern medicine too. And yes, and right energy, everything, everything available. Yes, yes. Exactly. Right. Yes. Because a modern medicine yes. is a blessing and any shaman who's into medicine yeah. and healing will be grabbing whatever works, you know? That's right. And a modern now, shaman's yeah. not against traditional medicine. Right. You know? <laughs> no, no. And, and, you know, ethically, you're uh, part of a team when right. you're helping people. And so I can't diagnose, I can't, you know, I don't even go that far as to just, you know, when I sit with someone and I'm doing healing work, I'm in, I've prepared myself and I'm in their, um, you know, I was calling it spiritual ecology in their luminous energy field. I'm in there. I create sacred space. I have reverence in the work that I do and I'm in the now, which is being in a timeline of in the now presence and the present. And And so when I, that's hard, that's hard to be. Yeah. Yeah. Alana, your, your, your mic's doing that thing again. (laughs) That's so weird. It started humming, but we hadn't done before. And then it started going again. Can you hear me now? Yeah. I don't know what that's about. It's my mic. It's my headphones. I need better headphones. Is it? <laughs> you know, I hear you. So, so, um, you know, let's see. So, where were we? Uh, Modern shaman now. taking Modern medicine shaman. from the doctor. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. But you also have things that are at your disposal that are free to you. Yes, you just like have to find earth. them and look for them. The earth. And everything that, you know, that you have available to you, including good foods, the air, so your breath. Gratitude can be. Uh, gratitude, forgiveness, yeah. finding um, confidence in love, yourself, love, love in yourself love, love. first, fill your cup up, you know, bake that pie that's your love pie and then share wait, wait, it. Wait, 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 where's the pie? Are you making me a pie, Alan? <laughs> I really like apple pie. Apple pie is. I know, right? Different types of pie. Anyway, I didn't mean to change the subject, but you said pie and I just like. I what? did. <laughs> I know. Hey, pie yeah. Well, our spirit guides were making pies and throwing them at each other earlier. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I, she she wanted. I was talking to Misty on Messenger on Facebook, and she she said she said she wanted to meet her guides. I'm I'm like my well my, my shaman guide Sam. He's been with me all my life, but I got to know him when I was 24. And uh, we he's like he's right here. He's like hey guys. He's loving the shaman podcast. And uh, <laughs> Misty was like, I wish I could communicate with my sh- uh, spirit guides. And I yeah. said, Sam, you want to help me meet any of hers? And I invited them to come in. This woman came in with a, a young boy. And she was like a gypsy. You know, like she had the big eyes and the scarves and the hoop earrings and the long, you know, the black hair. And um, I know gypsy is like a, a slang term in some countries. But <laughs> yeah, it was just like in America. It's like the, the Halloween gypsy kind of thing. And uh, she made, she pulled out a plum pie and then like started having a food fight with the little kid. And I told Misty about it. Like they're real playful. Like she, she wanted yeah. the, the spirit guide wanted Misty to know that she was like 
a gypsy, but she was chilled out. She was cool and fun, and she was playing with the little boy. I don't know who the little boy is. That's kind of off topic, but as a shaman, do you experience that kind of stuff a lot? You have guides and spirits all kind of... Yeah. Because for me, that's the biggest part of shamanism, is the healing, but it's spiritual. Right. And the pie. The bee. And the pie. Definitely. Yeah. So I know the reason why I mentioned the pie was because I physically saw a pie as I was talking. That's so funny. That's so, so that's why I yeah. had to say that. Yeah, because yeah, I did first say, fill up your cup or bake a pie. Make a pie. <laughs> when you said that, I knew. I was like, I've got to tell her about the pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Like you said, apple pie. So if I were going to make an apple pie, it would have a crust on it, right? So I said, nice, beautiful <laughs> pie with Cinnamon, a crust. Cinnamon, sugar, brown sugar. Yeah. 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 Shamans like pies, too. I love pies. <laughs> yeah, so- <laughs> I have a question yeah okay. um like how would you tell listeners like if they maybe are wondering if they're a shaman what kind of like pointers would you give them to think well maybe you have this skill or that skill yeah. that maybe a shaman isn't like if, if someone's listening to the podcast and you're like shaman, okay yeah I, like I, where I like do you start yeah like what, what, how yeah. would you identify yourself as that would you think what, what would be a good way to like or, or if you want to teach anyone who's listening okay. like, how to find out what, what well, some, might have. Okay. So some of this stuff is pretty easy. You know, I think some people would already kind of know this about themselves that, you know, if you, if you feel a connection to nature, if you feel a connection to nature, you need to be outside. You need to be in the sunshine. You enjoy the sunsets. You go camping. You, even if you don't do that, you stand at, you know, here's something too, that's easy to do is you stand out, take your shoes off. Go stand out barefoot somewhere, no matter where you live. You can find a little patch of nature, right? Right. Be oh, even yeah. barefoot around your house. You I know, know I never wear shoes. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you're, if you're lucky to live in a place where you've got, you know, open area, go, you know, go take your shoes off and go for a walk with just your feet, you it know, go, good. go hug a tree, take your, you know, do, unplug. Don't take your phone or if you do turn it off, you know, take it for yeah, emergency really. reasons, you know, things like that. Like just simple things. Um, you and know, something I, else, I, something else that makes me that's that when you're saying that about nature, yeah. Signs in nature. Cause shamans, yes. birds, certain oh, birds. Oh, I get them all the time. Even the way, the way the wind, yeah, butterflies or even the way the wind blows. Yes. Like you're thinking about something or the way right. the cloud will cover the sun when you think about something or something happens. Yes. All the signs yes. of nature, you can start picking up on the omens and the nat- and the birds and the wind. Yeah. And, and I think that's the talking. easiest thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the easy way to start. That's right. And then just feel it, be in it, yes. smell it, breathe yes. it, admire it. Smell you don't have to do anything yeah. about it. You don't right. have to take a picture of it. Just take a picture in your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Take a picture in your mind. Mark the moment. Um, you know, I had a beautiful day yesterday. It was full of synchronicities. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, but we had beautiful, perfect, what I consider perfect summer weather. You know, I'm in Southern California, but I've been in different parts of the country, mostly in the West. And it, I had a feeling in the morning, I got up early. I haven't gotten up that early in a long time. So the birds were singing. I have a lot of birds here, a lot of wildlife, but you get a whole different feel when you wake up early. It's like you're waking up with the day. It's a brand new feeling. Okay. Yeah. So I did that and I didn't do it on purpose. It's just, I got up early and I was able to, I stayed up. I allowed myself to go outside. I hadn't done that in a while. I've been wanting to do it. So these are the things that are easy for us to do. Even doing a garden or eating good foods that you've yes. grown, um, yes. you know, create, letting yourself being creative. 
And the signs and symbols, like we know that that's another thing that shows up a lot. You know, people do know that they see numbers or fine coins or feathers. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I was on a walk recently and I, and with my dog around the neighborhood and I, you know, I don't have my phone with me and I just allow myself to breathe because it's also my time where I shift from my work. I'm working, I'm on the computer, I'm on the phone. I also do hair, so I'm with people. So my, my walk is a time to disconnect. I connect with my animal, my dog, you know, my, he, she loves me. Wow, that's, I went on some weird tangent with dogs. I saw all my dogs. Oh, you said um, right? Misty. Misty's a dog. Yeah, I love my dogs too. Yeah, so um, I saw a feather on the ground and it was like a scraggly, the scraggly like crow feather, all right? And I was like, oh, and I hadn't seen feathers in a long time. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to pick you up. I'm going to wait until there's a, another feather, you know, kind of thing. All right. And, and so then I, I think, I don't, it's been a while since this story is now kind of losing its juice for me, but what yeah. I remember is talking when you talk, like, I remembered going, eh, no, thank you. I see you acknowledging the feather. Right. So, yeah. And then going, no. And so then I'm going to say, and I'm, I'm like, okay, so the next feather, when I go on my next walk, I'll pick it up when I see it. Sure enough, the next day I'm walking and right in front of me, right in my path is this beautiful, um, um, feather now. Ah! And then I walked a little ways long and then there was another one that wasn't so beautiful, but I picked it up. Now here's the thing again. Now think about it. Life isn't always so beautiful. Nope. It's so when I got that, the, what I got, and I'm not, again, telling the whole story that the impact that it made on me that day, but because I acknowledged the feather before, because I said I would commit to picking it up and I did. And then there was another one that was presenting to me as well, but it wasn't mm -hmm. as beautiful and per perfect and pretty as the first one. I knew that there was a lesson in the, not everything in life is pretty and perfect and all feathers that have magic don't have to be perfect and pretty. And that was just on one walk. That was you on one walk. All that on one walk. Imagine if everyone would do that on one walk or whatever it is that you do outside. Yeah. You could open up so many of your senses and, and you know, really open yourself up to a Misty. lot of things. That's right. Misty, do you have any shamanism questions for Alan? Because I, I don't know if um, it's something well, you really looked into too much. So Well, um, no, I haven't. So I am all about it. Um, like when somebody comes to you, what, what do you, how do you do it? Like, 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 let's say I come to you and I'm having stomach issues. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I ask you, can you heal me? So what do you do? How do you do that? Okay. All right. So how it unfolds for me now and my initial healing practice began with Reiki, okay? But I always had the psychic and the mediumship piece in there. But again, I didn't even call it that. It was just right. this it thing that I together. did and that showed up and the signs, like we were talking about the animals, all the things. And then um, I started off really by doing readings for people because it was the easiest thing to do. And it started off with animal readings. <laughs> I, do um, I love it. Yeah. And I, my, one of my original card decks that I got years ago, and I might've even gotten it gifted to me was a, um, I think it's a uh, animal medicine, animal. It's a very, it's a pretty popular animal deck. Okay. And, um, and so I started working with the animals, but okay. 
so now, um, so now I integrate, uh, basically I don't have expectations. One of the things that I've learned just the way I practice, I'm only speaking for me. I like that. I don't so, know. <laughs> right. So I, um, you know, I am a professional, I'm in business, I'm a professional healer. So I always do intake forms. When I first started, I have people fill out, you know, consent, consent, but then I would also do like a medical intake form. Sometimes I still That's have them do, cool. but, That's but I don't, really cool. but I don't, necess- yeah. but I don't necessarily look at it. Right. But that's cool. I don't, I don't necessarily look at it because here's why if I haven't, because, because I integrate in what I, when I do my sessions, a lot of information comes up. So I don't want to have any uh, preconceived something that I'm maybe necessarily treating. Okay, right, so you right. come to me and you say, I have a stomachache. Well, now we know we're addressing that you have something going on in that part of your body. So, you know, um, but what I'm doing is allowing myself to be a complete clear conduit of the healing energy that I tap into that I'm flowing to you and you're the receiver but I'm also the reader I'm reading the energy I'm giving you a a read and I do like I do Reiki and I'm doing a um you know chakra healing but the things that show up in those sessions are you know colors um things that are being said ancestors animals flowers um things that I have to describe or what they feel like to me or what they look like. And then, then it, then what happens is, is everybody handles it differently as a client. Some people don't want to communicate, interact, but some people do. And they will say, Oh, I've been this or that. And it makes sense, you know, or I'll say, you know, so ancestors will show up and they'll show up on certain sides and there'll be a male or there'll be a female. I'll be able to tell. Um, and then what happens in this, it isn't just that this is a psychic reading. This is, I am tapping into this area of your body and this is what's showing up in this area of your body. And, and we get to work it out. And sometimes when these things are trapped in you, they're emotional or they're showing you something. So you were talking about signs and symbols, So I'm not telling you what the sign and symbol is. I am the reader of the sign and symbols. And I will tell you what I know about those sign and symbols. And then it is your job to either, I help you, we guide each other, or you say, oh, I recognize that. Or you don't have to recognize everything. Things unfold. but, But most of the time, it all is pertinent to why they showed up. Why well, they came. I love what, it. What, what, for example, let me ask you a question. So if, if, for example, let's say Misty, I don't know if you can do this over a video chat, by the way, listeners, we're on Zoom as usual. But with Misty's stomach issues, as a shaman yeah. on a video, can you feel yeah. anything there? Can you tell anything right now? Kind of so, putting you on the spot. No, no, it's, a, it's okay. <laughs> to put I've been so worried about Misty. I'm just worrying, and I don't know what to do about her. <laughs> so, I don't know what to do with me. So, is, so that's why you're laying down, Misty. You've got a stomach issues going on. Yes. 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 So here's how this works for me. You know, I mean, I lot sometimes I'll get a stuff, you know, but when you asked me that and you said, put me on the spot, it's not really about putting me on the spot. It's more like what happens is, is that I need to just take a moment, right? Okay. Take a moment and just focus on Misty and, um, you know, just so, so give me a moment. Let's see. You what hear the singing bowl? We can do. Are you using a singing bowl? 
No, it's uh, probably somebody out here with the lawnmower. Oh no, I just the... heard a sing- I just heard a singing bowl. It's Ooh. on the recording. It's on the recording. I heard a singing bowl. Ooh. Okay. Well, let me tell you here. <laughs> That's our lawnmower. <laughs> That's a lawnmower. Take a nice deep breath, Misty. So first of all, um, I'm feeling like breathing is not that it's an issue for you, but are you able to do, do breath work? Um, no. Do you know what I mean by that? Like uh, holding, like kind of like yoga kind of focus breath work, some focus breath work. I probably need to. Okay. So I feel like you do because that's what's showing up right away. Okay. Addressing you and, and tuning into you. And, you know, I know you're laying down right now, but that's why I asked you to take a nice deep breath. So, you know, take a deep breath through your nose. You can take it through your mouth if you need to, but deep, deep breath through your nose to the count of four and then hold it to the count of four and then release it to the count of four and then hold it at the bottom to the count of four and breathe in again to the count of four and hold two, three, four, release two, three, four, hold two, three, four, nice deep breath and let it out. So if you practice purposeful breathing, I think that'll be important for you. That breath is really important. Me. I did it too. And I just felt my head. I cleared. think that's going to help with anxiety. Yeah. Yes. Too. My head yes. just cleared out. That yeah. Really I did the prana of your breathing a lot, but I've never done yeah. the four in, four out hold and everything. That was really yeah. Cool. yeah. It just takes you into, if we were to start really doing that, and let's say we added drumming to that, little drumming, you know, little anything to that, but we just did it with the counting. It's enough to just put us in a nice state of relaxation and the breath should slow down and be purposeful. And then Mm -hmm. that holding state just allows us to just be in the breath. So you can do that anytime, anywhere, anytime, anywhere. And anytime we feel it, think about it. I mean, people take breaths, right? You go, I mean, a lot of times I'll be working with somebody and they'll just take a nice deep breath or we'll take, even when I'm, well, when I'm doing the healing work, we'll take a breath together. It just seems right. So breath is really important. So I feel that for you, the breath is really important and that allows you to bring your, uh, like you said, anxiety down. And then we get to focus on, you know, your belly right? Let's yeah, focus on yeah. the belly. And when I say focus on it, I'm not, you know, I, as a healer, I don't want you to be a victim of your pain. I don't want, I don't see you that way. I see you whole and healed. But what I'm feeling is that there's so there's, there's a lot of heaviness here. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. What this feels like is um, in your, okay, so we're in your sacral chakra. All right. This is an orange color and you've got Mm -hmm. kind of a brown mix in your color. So what this tells me, there's a lot of sluggish going on, sluggish. Yeah. 
So, um, so let's concentrate on some foods that would uh, help with digestion. And I'm also telling you that there seems to be some chaos possibly happening around you. Is there change happening? Is there things around you that you feel like you have don't have control over right now? Well, I haven't been working for a while. Um, so that's been very different for me because I haven't felt good. You know, my stomach she, is just, yeah. Misty is a go, 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 go Aries. And she's laid up. You know, she, she doesn't go. She doesn't sit. She goes. She doesn't even sit down. She stands up and all okay. the time. She's so, always standing. <laughs> so what I'm going to suggest is that uh, because I, my hand wants to, we're going, I'm going in a counterclockwise position that what that means is that your chakra is actually running backwards. So what we want to do is we want to focus on. Uh-oh. We, that's the sluggish piece and that's why it's collecting brown so your energy isn't flowing the right way in that area so what you can do then is you know nurture this area with both of your hands yeah. put both of your hands on your belly but you what you want to do is you want to focus on going in a clockwise position so i'm going okay. in a clockwise position right now but I want you to start doing this. Does she push down or she touches no. it? it above it? Above it then? You can be above it. You can put your hands on it. Don't put any pressure on it. This is a okay. light touch. It doesn't have to be anything like that. It's not invasive. You're not doing anything other than you are directing energy. Should flow. you use, is there a certain hand you yeah. should use? Because I, I personally, right? like some people Go say ahead. they have an activating hand and one's a collecting hand. Most right. people that I've heard of say the right hand is the, the one that sends. But for me, my right hand collects, like if I hold the rock, I can mm -hmm. use my left hand to project the energy from the rock that I have in right. the right hand. But for everyone right. else from my read it, they told me it's different for them. Do you, could you tell so, her a certain hand or? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm actually doing right now is I'm actually here. Look, I'm doing, I'm doing this. Okay. Oh. So this, so what was happening? So I'm, so I'm using this hand actually above just above my belly so this is actually my solar my solar plexus it was called to go there and then and then this hand is actually what's the energy is being flowed in a in a counterclockwise way so this is the energy i'm feeling it's going like this okay so this this is going against your your natural flow which is clockwise so and it's sluggish and it's it's collecting dark energy and it feels heavy outside of your body it, that makes sense. I'm feeling that it's heavy oh, outside I of your body. It. So yeah. what I you want to see do, that on Misty. Yeah. So what you want to do is you want to so 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 just do wherever feels comfortable, whether it's on yourself, whether it's holding yourself or above your whatever feels right, no pressure. Start going in a clockwise position to bring back that chakra into the position that it should that or into the uh, uh, back into a clockwise position that is healthy. So you can practice okay. this every day and then return yes. back to your belly with both your hands, you know, cup your hands that this is equal energy, both sides. I always feel like right hand is, you know, my uh, masculine side, my giving out side, feminine side, left side receiving. So I intuitively allow my hands to go where they're going to go when I'm doing a session and then it's sometimes it's really important where it's showing up. Like if it's right side that you're having more of a pain, it would be that you're dealing with masculine energy, whether that's 
your own energy that's not balanced, or it can be an ancestor. It can be someone you're doing work for, right? It can be, um, it can be a a spouse, a a child, whatever the male is, you can usually tell I'm feeling for you that yours is actually in the center that's outside Mm -hmm. your body and that it almost felt, I'm just going to say it, how it showed up kind of pregnant. Yes, but that's it, how I feel. Like my stomach is. She doesn't so look just, right. She doesn't look like herself. It's it's like it does come out. It does come out, and your her stomach never does that. I mean, it's like, you know, I like it's it's really bloated. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I like I do. I feel pregnant. Yeah. Okay, so now, so now, what I would ask you to do is, <clears throat> we look at what organs are in that body. We also, what I'm dealing with also is that you've got a sluggish. It's, your metabolism is sluggish. Your yes. chakra is sluggish. So you, you, so take some steps in being able to move that energy out, speed up the metabolism, put it, or the chakra and, you know, and the metabolism and put it back in the clockwise position and then nurture it. I feel like you almost need a girdle, not physically. Yes. Yeah. Like an imaginary. Yeah. Like an imaginary. Yeah. That it needs like a stable something to hold that up. Okay. So if you imagine that that's what you're almost like a sling, a girdle, that kind of thing. So what I want oh, yeah. you to imagine is that that's what your hands are doing. Your hands are doing the work that's holding up to bring it back and to dissipate that darkness that has collected, that sluggishness that has collected in that in that chakra. So what you're doing by pull doing the, yeah, pull it out, let it go it by putting it back. And if it feels like it needs to come out, let it come out. However, it needs to go away. It can go through your legs. It can go into the earth. You can let it go into the earth. You can let it come. However, it needs to expel but work on putting it back into the uh, clockwise position and then nurture that belly and bring that and hold it in that position. Um, so, you know, again, I'm not, I don't diagnose, I can't diagnose for you, but what that did was just, oh, give I know, you, I know that that just gave you um, confirmation, first of all, without knowing anything that that's where your issue is. That's what's happening. That's what it feels like. And I'm just going to say that <clears throat> let's add to this a little bit. So, okay, I'm just going to say it like it is, like it's showing up. Your, you, Misty, are, sh- are feeding this sluggish energy because there's somewhere in this, you're not feeling good. It does have to do with your self-esteem, your go-getter. You're not being able yeah. to do it. It's not your fault. We've had a lot of things happening. And then something that we kind of, I mean, you know, I don't know what's going on with your life. I don't know anything about, you know, your work or prior to knowing, I don't know you really, right, but what, right. I, what I'm getting is, is that something stopped you. Like you had to be kind of stopped too. Yeah, I can see that. And so this is the remnants of that. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, it's, it's only, it, it's, it's going to bring you down worse if you don't address that it's really okay that you aren't who you were. That's yeah, kind that's of what exactly, I'm feeling here. That's what makes sense. Cause like, I don't feel like myself anymore. I, I, I don't feel good. You know, I don't get up and do anything. I just, I don't feel like me anymore. So I'm just going to say again, I'm feeling highly emotional in this area that this has really hurt you. And if this is hurt you, and I'm not even talking about physical pain, this is something that this is like, you're carrying this wound outside your body and this, but it's in your body. And 
address that, whatever that is, but it feels like it's old and it's sluggish. It doesn't serve you anymore. Um, and I'm going to say that your bet, what I'm feeling the best way to, if you feel that you need to like allow this to like leave your body, then I'm going to say, let it go through your root chakra down your legs, through your legs, out. If this feels like crying and a little depression and like woman and going and just let it go into the earth and let it just feed you, feed the earth by allowing it to just leave your body. And then that way your roots, your roots get to go in and have that, some of that, I feel like some of this is nourishing in a way, like there's a lot of lessons here for you, but until you can transmute that energy and allow it to go away, I don't think you're going to even get a diagnosis of what's going on with you. Okay. Yeah, she has had yeah. different uh, conflicting diagnoses and the one that yeah, she's seeing now has a yeah. real good idea, but it's, there's a lot of stuff like medically that they've been telling her that's all kind of conflicting and stuff too. Right. Ms. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. you know, again, what I'm going to uh, just throw in here is that what this does. Okay. Like, you know, like somebody could say, how does this help? How does this help? Okay. Well, how this helps is you felt it. It felt right to you. And it so felt good. Happened, and it felt good. And that's yeah. the whole point, is it not? With medicine, with modern medicine, with this type of, you know, you, if, you know, I, you're, okay, so, you know, we could have done a whole session and this thing still would have showed up for you, um, you know, and other things could show up in your body too, but we're dealing specifically with this area right now. And right. what this does is it gives you, it gives you a deeper connection to the pain and to the source. Yeah. yeah. So then yeah. that way, anything that's a needless diagnosis does, won't exist. So if you can address the things we just addressed and you can mm -hmm. work on those things we just talked about, then okay. the next time you see the doctor, or if you start to feel better, then you now have a different uh, baseline to start with, with a different, you know, different ways to deal with your, your health. Would you uh, agree? Yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. A hundred percent. Oh, I, I totally agree. Yes. And, and I appreciate you. And, and you know what, listeners, you know, this isn't all about me, what she's doing. She's like, this is something that you could go to you know, for healing, for anything, any part of your body, and you can do all this yourself, you know, everything that she explained. So I'm so glad that she was able to do that for me. That's awesome. Okay. I think, so it's, I'm just gonna, I think it's beautiful, man. <laughs> it, it is. It, it, and, you uh, know, yes, it, it is. It, it, it really is. And it's really awesome. And so what we do, you know, also one of the things that, that Misty brought up that I think is a pretty simple thing that we you know, we'll let, um, you know, that listeners can apply or can go, oh, I've been doing this thing. So like I had said, hey, look where my hands are at. Okay. So a lot of times we touch our bodies, like we put our hands over our hearts or we protect ourselves by crossing our legs, crossing our arms, 
Um, yes. We, um, you know, have a stomach ache. We put our hands on our belly. We have a headache. We yes. put our hands on our head. We, you know, you yes. know what I'm getting at, yes. right? So right. we apply yeah. the healing of our own hands to our body to do some healing. We don't even know we're doing it because it's a so natural right. response. So yes. if you pay, pay attention to where your hands go. And, and use like, that energy. Yes. yes. And if I need heart healing, I heal my heart. If I feel like I need to be in reverence, sometimes I do this thing that you see me doing, which is I am, I am doing that like kind of a friction exercise in a, in a prayer mode. And that activates and I, and I put my hands to my heart chakra. (laughs) Like Mr. (laughs) And I take a nice deep breath and this, this, there's a lot of different names for this um, prayer pose. Um, and, um, and so this just feels right natural at times it's reverence. It feels right. And so when you, you know, use your hands that way, your hands are healing. We have healing hands and then pay attention to like, you know, right-handed, left-handed, like Lisa talked about the way that she uses her hands for healing. There's no right or wrong way to use your hands. There's certain representations that I feel that allow me to have like, you know, to interpret symbolism, like you were talking about Lisa, right side of my body, left side of my body, my, you know, crown chakra represents this. It's in my head, you know, and, and above my head. So what is going on? in those areas my third eye is in my eye and my forehead my throat chakra being my mouth I include my ears and my all this area yeah you know your senses your throat chakra going down your heart we put our hands on our 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 throats we put them on the back of our head first level reiki first level reiki is about self-healing yeah self-healing it's the first thing we should be learning is self-healing. So we're talking about natural self-healing things that we do to natural self-heal. Can you imagine imagine if that was taught in like sixth grade, like if there was a class for that, like sixth grade, ninth grade, like something or, you know, people were learning about these kinds of things instead of a religious, instead of like a religious setting, but like in a education, like a science thing. That's right. Yeah. 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 And also, and also things like, Johnny comes into the classroom and says, I had a, saw a ghost last night and the teacher, whoever doesn't go, Oh, you're crazy or great imagination or, Oh, that's, there's no such thing as ghosts because right. especially when you're a child, there are, and the adults yeah. at some time, if you're a child, who's, you know, like not shut down, then you, you know, or you relearn you know, but you're connected and you go out connected. Yeah. You know, that would be your goal with a good death being yes. connected. Right. Exactly. So, here, so here's another little piece of shamanism that I think is beautiful. That is a striving. Okay. A striving for living a good life, creating good, whatever you want to call it, juju karma. Um, I believe that. Right. Totally. Um, being mm-hmm. that that's things like being kind, ha, you know, forgiving, um, yes. you know, no one's freaking perfect. Okay. Like yeah. I'm not perfect. I have forgiveness work to do, you know, right. and I'm and understanding of others, understanding yeah. where others are coming from. I Patience, think empathy, compassion, yeah. but also having a balance in those things to where you're not, you know, sucked dry or taken advantage of or bullied or, you know, those types of things. So and, and yeah. balanced. Yeah. And going back to shamanism, if you do practice the shamanism or any shamanism techniques, there's like a million ways to ground if you're a shaman. And if you, you listeners, we've talked about grounding a lot, um, but I don't yeah. know if we've ever actually described what grounding is or what it's for. 
But grounding is energetically like connecting yourself to the earth. Is that like a really basic summary to make yourself feel like you're not spaced out and floating in the clouds? So it's like grounding is just like whenever I, I don't like to ground lately because I'm in a lot of physical pain. So I don't stay grounded. So I don't have to feel the physical pain. But the physical pain is starting to go away because of the chiropractor's helping. And I've had some angel healing from Sheila, a friend mm. of mine. Those two together, everything's stopping hurting. But mm-hmm. I'm starting to ground now. I'm starting to slowly kind of like, you know, but listeners, if that, if that doesn't make sense to you, what I mean is like my energy will feel like it's sitting down, I guess is a good way to put it. Yeah. And my belly is where mine's sitting. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like if I'm, if I'm not grounded, if I'm not grounded, then it feels like I'm not sitting down. I'm floating. You know, it's like if, if I had to give a description of what grounded yeah. feels like I'm sitting down. If I'm right. not grounded, I'm floating. And both yeah. of them feel okay, but you know, you can't go to a job floating all the time, no. you know. But right. unless you're a psychic reader, then it works out. That's why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm in a lot so, of pain a lot of time. <laughs> but so, as a shaman, as a shaman, um, you know, anyone practicing it, you can teach yourself to ground. And right. uh if you want to start with shamanism, I think that's a really good place. Go out in nature, like you said, Alana. Stick your feet mm-hmm. in the grass and whatever your idea of feeling like grounding Barefoot. is. You can get, you yeah. can read all kinds of techniques. You can imagine like something from your spine going down into the earth or your feet growing roots or whatever feels comfortable, right? Okay. And, yeah. So let's, so addressing like Misty's exercise and allowing that energy that's stuck in her body to flow out into the earth. So, you know, there's, so I'm going to, I kind of picked up a couple things of what you're saying about grounding and then I'm going to add some other things in there. So, um, so some of the stuff that I felt that we were also describing was heaviness. Okay. The feeling of heavy. Okay. So that's, so for me personally, I, what I like about grounding is when, like you were saying, Lisa, about being a little bit too flighty, too much in the air Mm -hmm. element. Right. And the grounding is of the earth. So things like earthing, connecting, that's grounding you know, where you are connected. Okay. So here's a simple, very simple, simple image, very simple image to imagine yourself as being a tree. Yes. I knew somebody was going to say that. So, so, (laughs) you know, we talked about roots growing, you know, going into the earth and attaching now, you know, what, whatever feels organic and right. I like organic. So roots and trees are, you know, trees are amazing. There's amazing. And they are sentient beings. They are, they, they are alive creatures and they communicate with us and we, and yes, they, they're, and they they're a lot of energy. super, super important. And, and so um, yes. imagine yourself as a tree, any tree that you connect with. And I'm going to also tell you, if you connect yep. with certain trees, it's because they're part of your tree clan. Look it up. Love <laughs> we, it. Can ex- we can Love explore it. that because that's part of uh, shamanism or part of being of the earth is connecting to the plant animals, the uh, the plant people, the stone people, the rocks that hold energy. Oh, they cool off. They heat up uh, the earth. I want to invite you back to talk about this some more. Yeah. I want to get down into the earth. We have to. Crystal. Yeah. I have not we done have a crystal. To. Haven't done a crystal podcast yet. Yeah. And rocks and yeah. crystals are my jam. And these are the depths of, these are the getting into the, you know, juice and bones of why this is, you know, you know, the sacredness of life. And so, so, you know, the, the exercise again of being a tree is because the balance is being the tree. You've got leaves that grow up towards the sun in the universe. 
and you you have this beautiful trunk of you know uh, of who you are, your bark, your 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 uh, sh your shelter, um, your protection, and then you've got your branches that go deep into the earth, and then a lot of trees, you know, their roots are just as big as not if not more uh, expansive than their branches. So mm -hmm. roots really go deep in trees. And so if you think about even, you know, metaphorically our own roots and how important we find those things later in our life to be connecting yes. with our people, you Ooh, know, and a yes. lot of sh shamanism is about our well I talk, talk yes, about ancestors. When you it's, said that, I just went a whole bunch of stuff. Right. Like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> so our, much. our, our people beckon for us to, to help them and to do the work for them and to do work for them. And then it's our job to also know the difference between helpers and non-helpers in the spirit world. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's yes. fun. Right? <laughs> and that's another topic that I was going to start earlier with oh, that, we, cut, we, me, we, that we, cut me off. You yeah. need to be a oh, regular guest. Yeah. 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 regular, regular. Yeah, because there's a lot. Yeah, um, and go ahead. Oh, before I just wanted to before we like because we've been going forever. We could keep going. We've been going. I know. Hour, man, right. you have to <laughs> and you sound so good too. It's like no audio issues. Thank except you. When except when the the, the I start talking about the thing. Spirit yeah. say no, 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 nothing, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, and nothing. Maybe we'll get the spirits to let her talk about. Maybe they want to leave it in suspense for the next podcast. We'll have a we'll something. have that podcast. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, oh, yay! I have I have oh, one this more is question. So much fun. I know, right? I have one more question for you. But first, okay. I want to thank our sponsor, Everclear.com is our sponsor, and they are hey, awesome. Everclear. Everclear is an advice uh, app and website where you can get your advice from empaths and psychics. And uh, when you go there, you supposed to try to reach the goal of gaining the clarity you need to create the life you deserve after talking to a psychic in past or during you might just happen to during it but you know i love that job it's awesome and i have never loved working for a platform more alan i don't know about you if you've worked platforms yeah. uh, no i haven't this one's my first. oh it's just yep. it's a heaven it's a heavenly place to be i mean i, just, well, I, I met have, you there yeah. Yeah, I met you. <laughs> you met Misty through me. We're all friends. <laughs> now I want to ask you one last question. So, um, anyone listening out there, um, where can they find you? I know it's in the first podcast, but uh, I'll put your Everclear information in there. Is there anywhere, anywhere on the internet people can find you that they that you teach or anywhere else? Yeah, right now I am uh, in flux and flow because I am sort of revamping my my do, but I, you can find me on, uh, Facebook and Instagram on two Heart studio and Alana, uh, Seeley Foster. Um, also let's see, um, my email address intuitive heart studio, um, at gmail.com. And I would love to, uh, help you. If you need help, you can also call me uh, Lisa, you will, you'll have my ad, my, uh, I'm sorry, my uh, email and my phone number on yeah. and my Everclear stuff. And your so link. You reach yeah. me. <laughs> right, right. So, um, so yeah, you know, I do a lot of distance work. It's good. Uh, I do in-person work, but if you don't live by me in Southern California, then you know, distance work is just as powerful as we did with um, Misty. It is. That's what I was so, about to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, I can proclaim that one. Yes. 
Yeah, so that's a pretty cool thing to do. And that's part of shamanism as well that we addressed earlier on was the uh, working in timelines and working with distance that we yes. can still do that work and do the healing uh, and not have to be completely present with each other right. just in the uh, time and space and motion of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like yeah, the energies have to be that. connected at the same time. Even that's if right. You're not talking, you can think of each other at the same time and and yeah. energy. All will of happen. our senses engaged. Like, like a little engage a sidestep away from shamanism but let's say you have a crush on somebody or you're in love with somebody and and (laughs) you can just feel when they're thinking about you you know and you feel that like it's kind of like that you know it's like a a friend telepathic my friend i have a friend april yeah she's eventually going to do her reiki podcast but we we have a thing called radar love we we joke we call it radar love she'll say the same thing as me we say the same thing yeah hello how are you doing i'm fine you know the same words exactly it's like (laughs) stop it no, you stop it. You stop it. <laughs> now, anyway, Get out of my head. <laughs> I want to say thank you to our listeners. Thank you so much for being there. And we do have some merch, some We Are All Psychic merch, some Mikey Hazard art merch in Yay! public. Uh, cool. You can go to the website, www.weareallpsychic.com and get you a We Are All Psychic coffee mug, magnet, or t-shirt. And uh, nice. any art of oh, Mikey yeah. on there. They did take some of Mikey's art down because it was copyright infringement, even though it's his original art. But Star Wars, Disney doesn't like you to put their stuff on t-shirts unless they get some money, even if it's a mashup. So uh, yeah, <laughs> he took some of it down in Mikey's well, art. That is, uh, but yeah, we got a lot of good stuff on there. And the good. link is on the website. And if you'd like to be a guest, you can write me at lisa at weareallpsychic.com. And Alan, any last words? Uh, just... Uh, Take deep breaths and uh, <laughs> carry on. Yeah. That's a very good idea. <laughs> Any last words? Yes. Misty's last words are. You know, my last words are she did an incredible job. Yes. And I think that any anybody out there that is going through any kind of pain, do exactly what she said to Holy. do. And I promise you, you will tell a difference. Holy crap, Misty's standing. Misty is standing for the first time since we started. This I know. Podcast. I and stood like up I said, to myself. <laughs> in, the, in, the, yeah, in the beginning of this podcast, I told you, Alan, she does always stand. And look at her. She's standing. You made yeah. her stand. You didn't make I her. Can't she stand didn't. Still. Standing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you <laughs> gonna, so much, Alan. So good. All right. Well, I'll Y'all talk to you. Yeah, yeah, later. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. we're talking over each other. Thank all. you so much. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. And, audience thank you for listening have a great afternoon night day morning wherever you are goodbye bye bye